Welcome to CFAS Podcast. Today we're talking about business development companies. I'm Michael Hedstrom, and with me is Greer Eliasek, President and Chief Operating Officer at Prospect Capital Corporation. Greer, thank you for joining us today. We're looking forward to hearing your insight on BDCs. Let's start with a little background, since many advisors and investors may not be as familiar with BDCs. What are some of the similarities and differences between a traditional closed-end fund and a BDC closed-end fund? BDCs are required to invest at least 70% of assets in qualified investments, which generally are private U.S. non-financial companies. BDCs, or business development companies, are also required to offer managerial assistance to portfolio companies. BDCs can obtain up to one times debt to equity compared to closed-end funds that are capped at 0.5 times debt to equity. BDCs file 10Qs and 10Ks like typical non-fund stocks. Both BDCs and closed-end funds are regulated by the 1940 Act with reporting transparency and SEC oversight. Both BDCs and closed-end funds are required to distribute at least 90% of income to shareholders and to meet certain diversity and portfolio control requirements in order to avoid corporate taxation. Because BDCs focus on private companies and can obtain more leverage, BDCs produce typical dividend yields of 8 to 12% which are several hundred basis points above yields offered by closed-in funds as well as MLPs, REITs, and utilities. How have BDCs performed as an industry? Over the past five years, the BDC index has delivered a 213% total return compared to 138% for investment-grade bonds, 135% for high-yield bonds, 128% for the S&P 500 index, 117% for equity REITs, 96% for leveraged loans, and 75% for the S&P 500 financial index. So BDCs have outperformed them all. BDCs as a group have also outperformed the S&P 500 on a current yield and total return basis since the first publicly traded BDC completed its initial public offering in 1960. BDCs have delivered this performance with low correlation with other fixed income asset classes, showing that adding BDCs to an investor portfolio can enhance performance while reducing volatility. Greer, can you tell us about your firm, Prospect Capital, and how you have grown and changed since your IPO? Prospect Capital Corporation, uh, ticker PSEC, uh, which is traded on the NASDAQ, went public in 2004. So we are pleased to be celebrating our 10-year anniversary as a public company this year. We launched the business with less than $100 million of capital. It was initially invested in energy and industrial companies. And we've grown the business to a market capitalization in excess of $3.6 billion over the past decade. In the beginning, we primarily made loans to and acquired controlling interests in closely held companies. Over the last several years, we have expanded the business to include investments in all industries and a variety of origination strategies, including private equity sponsor lending, direct non-sponsor lending, operating buyouts, financial buyouts, 
structured credit, real estate, aircraft leasing, peer-to-peer lending, and syndicated debt investing. We now have over 130 portfolio companies and over $7 billion of funded and revolving capital. What are some of the reasons for your successful track record? One big reason is a careful credit culture. We're now going on more than six years without originating a deal in our book that has gone on non-accrual. Another reason is a culture of innovation and hard work. We're very proud of the long list of firsts we've achieved in the industry, including the first BDC acquisition, the first convertible bond, the first institutional bond, the first and only weekly bond program, the first tax-efficient financial buyout, the first ATM program, the first call center, and many other firsts. Rest assured, our team is hard at work on future potential move-the-needle ideas that create value for our shareholders. We're really a yield animal, paying a monthly dividend, which investors enjoy, and our over 12% dividend yield reflects success in originating and closing and exiting attractively yielding investments. What are your thoughts on prospect capital in a rising interest rate environment? Well, there are two kinds of people uh, where interest rates are concerned. Those who don't know where interest rates are going and those who don't know they don't know where interest rates are going. Having said that, uh, we are likely in a rising rate environment over the next several years. The Fed has given us decent visibility about the taper running off this year and uh, moving up the Fed funds rate eventually, which drives LIBOR as a flooding component of our assets. And that is the next obvious move. We don't know if this will occur this year or next year, but it is an almost inevitable part of the economic cycle. We expect to benefit substantially from such increases because our assets have a mix of 91% floating rate loans. And our liabilities are almost entirely fixed rate liabilities, like the uh, two bonds that we issued uh, just in the past uh, couple of weeks. So as rates move up, LIBOR moves up, we get paid more in our loans, and more income drops to the bottom line that benefits our shareholders. Greer, in summary, why consider investing in a BDC closed-end fund? A BDC closed-end fund, like Prospect Capital Corporation, PSEC, offers attractive yields, in our case, approximately 12%, very attractive in the current low-rate environment. We also offer that with lessened volatility, compared to other asset classes. We offer downside protection because we're primarily making loans as contractual instruments with hard asset and other collateral security and junior third-party equity in many cases. We're a low-leverage business, both at the attachment point of the loans we make as well as how we operate our own BDC and other BDCs in the industry that typically are well below the 1.0x debt-to-equity maximum leverage ratio. We also offer liquidity. In the case of of PSEC, uh, our stock trades approximately $40 million worth of stock per day. So investors of all sizes can take a position or sell their position uh, knowing there's significant uh, liquidity to uh, benefit that trading. And, of course, as I mentioned uh, uh, previously, we offer a significant floating rate upside benefit. As rates expand, uh, we get paid more on our assets benefiting shareholders. Thank you, Greer. This was a great overview.
You can find out more about Prospect Capital on their website at prospectstreet.com as well as on cifa.com. This concludes our podcast. Thank you for listening. Have a great week.